Hello, everybody. Welcome back. All right. So I just wanted to do a really short and sweet episode today about reporting and keeping track of the data that you use in your business. Um, If you've ever worked with me before one-on-one, you know this is a huge cornerstone of something that I use to help us inform the strategy that we're going to use going forward. Um, It's also, you know, if you've ever worked with me before, or honestly, if you've ever even listened to this podcast, you know that I'm a really big fan of just paying attention to what's going on, right? Like, we pay attention to the things that are working. We also understand what's not working. Maybe we could take a fresh approach. Um, And the way to do that is by actual measurable metrics, right? So I, when I work with clients one-on-one, we have a reporting document and we visit it during every single session. And of course, you know, whatever systems you're using are going to give you a little bit different insight into the numbers that you're paying attention to, but you always really want to understand what's going on with your audience, how your audience is growing, like your followers, your email list, everything like that, how your clients are growing, you know, what your new client numbers look like, this month maybe versus last month and kind of what's going on there, package sales, all of these sorts of numbers give us really good insight into what is going on in the business. And again, this is just, it's information to understand how to move forward, right? And how to continue to grow and iterate on what you have currently going on. So I was walking on the treadmill and I was listening to this podcast episode and I was like, you know, I've actually never, it's such a huge cornerstone of my strategy and what I work with clients and members on, but I've never done really a lot of content on why. So I thought it would be a good idea to just sit down, open up my Adobe and just start recording a quick episode for you guys on this. Um, I also just, you know, I am very much a generator and when I have an idea, I just go for it. Um, So prior, when I was planning out this episode in this, you know, one hour time that I was like, I should should do this. I also created a freebie. So I created a, um, it's just foreverfriday.co slash reports. And it is this reporting document that I use. And I just made a blank version of it. So you guys can go to foreverfriday.co slash reports and just download this Excel document um, that I use with all my clients. So there's two sheets in there. The first one is going to be all of your reports. The second one is going to be your milestone tracker. Um, If you're in the membership, you guys have this already. So you don't need to worry about that. If you are a member, you do not need to download this because it is already in your member portal. Um, We've referenced this during a few different modules already. So again, if you're a member, no need. Um, But if you are not, then this is something that I would recommend that you download. All right, so let's just get started. So number one is going to be client frequency, okay? And client frequency is incredibly important because it shows us retention, right? Like it shows us not only just retention, but it shows us how often somebody is wanting to work with us. So it really, client frequency is just another way of saying, how often are you seeing your clients, right? So building that relationship and getting to know them and seeing progress is really what shows the success of how good you are at your job, right? Like your clients' results are truly an indicator of how successful you are. And I know that's a lot of pressure. And I also will just say like, you know, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I totally understand that aspect. 
I have for sure worked with people who, you know, just didn't want to do what I was saying or were not really into it, and and that happens. But at the end of the day, you do need to have more people that are successful at your method than not, right? Like if you are a fitness studio and someone's been coming to you a ton, but maybe they're not able to, they're not getting any stronger, they're not getting any more flexible, that's something where you kind of want to look at it, right? So what I would sort of just say here is like clients hire you for a reason. They work with you because they believe that you are going to provide the solution, right? Like they have an issue or there's a gap or there's something that they're seeking and they seek you out and then they hire you. That is sort of just how it works, right? So if your client isn't receiving results, or if they're not showing up, if they're not that motivated to show up, let's say they're showing up once a month, right? We all know that once a month is not really enough to get results. Maybe they're coming super sporadically. Um, That is something that is going to be an indicator of what's going on in your business, like how often your clients are showing up. So I'll just say like, I typically work with clients every two weeks. That is what I have found. You know, I've paid a lot of attention to my clients that are the most successful. So this is another thing I would sort of think to yourself, like my clients who are the most successful, what did they do? What was their, what was their strategy? How did they approach my business, right? So I want you to really think about your clients that you know that have put in the work and have gotten really good results. How often do you see them? right? Like that's kind of how you want to measure how well your approach works for certain people. So I work with clients again every two weeks. That's what I found to work best. Um, I've paid a lot of attention to what goes well for people and also where people kind of fall off. Like I have had a lot of clients say to me like, okay, well, what if I just, you know, what if I schedule a meeting with you quarterly? And I'm like, that's fine. Go for it. Like at least you have consistency there. But if you have goals that you want to track towards, consistency and accountability is really what is going to get you there. So it's how my structure is set up. Um, And it's something, again, that I've just really started to understand. So this is something that I would really pay attention to. Um... If you're a group fitness studio, which I know a lot of you guys are, a frequency of at least two, so an average frequency of at least two times per week is really what you want to, um, or, you know, between one and two times a week is really what you want to strive for. That includes every single person who's coming to you, right? So like if you're on moments, for example, um, this number is just readily available for you underneath business at a glance. So you can see your average client frequency there. If you're on Mariana Tech, you also have that. That's under your insights dashboard. Um, Most of you guys, your booking software will have this, but client frequency is the number one number that I'm gonna say that you should look at. And again, having an average frequency um, over over you know seven, a seven day period is going to be one to two times a week. That is ideal. Um, over a thirty day period, I would say you want really want to hope for about like six at least. Like that would be a truly great number that I would love to see for business health. Okay, so the second number that I always like to pay attention to is sales by revenue stream. So this is how we're really going to understand your success broken down by revenue streams. Um, And this is really important for understanding where your business is tracking, right? Like where it's going. So we did an entire month's worth of work 
on revenue stream deep diving. Um, and that was the August theme of the membership. So there is an entire module in the membership about this. I'm not going to like dumb it down, but I did want to touch on this because this is an incredibly important thing. So just keep in mind, I'm trying right now to, you know, take a whole month's worth of content and talk to you guys about it in five minutes. So that said, um, your revenue streams are understanding how profitable each section of your business is, right? So just for context, a few different examples would be, like, let's say you're a group fitness studio. Your revenue streams would be package sales, so like your one-off packages, membership sales, so your monthly recurring, one-on-ones, duets, trios, if you have those, I know a lot of Pilates people do, and retail, right? So those would be your revenue streams. If you're a nutritionist or a registered dietitian, your active revenue streams are probably going to be your one-on-one private sessions. And then maybe your scalable revenue streams would be group programs, self-led courses, memberships, anything like that. Now, I'm saying active and scalable because the reason that you want to understand your sales by revenue stream is to understand where your client is at in terms of purchase behavior, what you're doing well with marketing versus what could use a different approach, and most importantly, how you're tracking on your goals with active versus scalable revenue streams. Now, active revenue streams are things that have a limit right? Like your time, time is limited. We don't, you know, we don't get to make more time. Like time, we are 24 hours in a day and that's that. You only have so much time to give to private sessions, right? Especially before you burn out. However, group classes or even online memberships have a much higher limit. There's a higher potential for earning. So I break down a few different ways to set goals on your revenue streams. Um, I seriously encourage you guys to do that. Like, This is something that I've been doing since the very beginning of my business is I will map out, you know, a revenue goal. Let's say I want to make, I don't know, like I'm making this up, but let's say I want to make $50,000 in a month, right? I want to look at, okay, well, if I can charge X amount for a one-on-one session, but I only want to do those, let's say I only want to put in, I don't know, 30 hours of one-on-one sessions a month, the rest of that money has to be coming from different revenue streams. How many courses do I want to sell? How many memberships do I want? Like, these are the things that you really want to start to map out. So based on your revenue streams, how much money is coming from group classes? How much money is coming from one-on-ones? How much time do you have? How much time do you want to be working, right? So like, it's almost like a puzzle, right? Like I'm a visu- I'm a very visual person and I feel like a lot of you guys are too. Um it's like a puzzle, right? And like you how can you put all of the pieces together in a way that fits your life but is also hitting your income goals. So I have a revenue stream workbook. Um again, if you guys are members, you have this already so don't buy it, but if you're not a member, um I did just sell the revenue I put the revenue stream workbook up on my website for anybody who wanted to like map it out. It's a 16-page workbook. Um, but there's space there for you guys to map out different scenarios in in you know how you can sort of hit these income goals. So back to active versus scalable. I would look at your business if all of your money were to be made in an active revenue stream, right? So let's say all of your money is coming from one-on-ones. What does that look like? How many hours do you have to put in versus scalable revenue streams, right? And like, what's the hybrid that kind of could work for you? What's a breakdown that could work for you? 
I personally really enjoy a blend of both. Like I see a lot of one-on-one clients, but I also really love doing scalable stuff because I can serve more people at one time. And then whoever has questions, I'm still here for you, right? So like I do, I've gotten a lot better at working in like question time um, and like connection time with people who purchase courses or, you know, are in the membership, like people who are in my scalable revenue streams. I've gotten a lot better also understanding how much time it takes for that. Um, I also will just say I'm saying scalable. I am not saying passive because I think the word, I've said this before on a podcast, but I think the word passive is a lie. Um, Things like courses and things like that, we're still marketing it. We're still spending time, hopefully, connecting with our clients, connecting with our customers. So it's not totally passive. Passive would mean like you just sell it and you walk away and you never need to do anything for it again. So that is not really what I'm saying here. If you have a revenue stream that's like that, that's fantastic, but that's not what I'm referring to here. Um. So yeah, the Revenue Stream Workbook is on my website and it's in my show notes, um, so you guys can access that this way. But what I would say about paying attention to your revenue streams and keeping track of this number is that you really want to understand your goals here and which ones you're trying to scale, which ones you're trying to cut back on, right? And by tracking this report, you can see, you know, over, I usually like to say to keep track of these reports every two weeks, um, you can really start to see what's going on with your client's purchase behavior. So let's say, for example, you know, I have it in the reports um, freebie, again, just foreverfriday.co slash reports. So you guys understand what I'm talking about here, but I have it broken down by like really specifically. So if you have an 8X membership and a 12X membership, right, like you want to keep track of all of these numbers so that you understand where people are purchasing, where they're opting in for more, where they're scaling back. Um, And the key here is really just uncovering trends. So the more information that you know, the better armed you are to have a strong business. So if you can understand like, okay, great, you know, during the months of January, February, March, my unlimited memberships tend to dip. So therefore, I might want to, you know, go a little harder into class packages at this point. I might want to uh, you know, throw that into my marketing a little bit more, um, you'll be really set up for success. So get super specific with tracking your revenue streams. That will make you feel so much more on top of your business, I guarantee you. Okay, number three is new clients. So it is so incredibly important to keep track of this number, at least monthly. I like to say bi-weekly. Um, you always want to make sure that you have a method for finding out how you're tracking these clients as well. So ways to capture that my clients have used that work really well are putting a required field on your class signup um, or a box to capture this information when signing up for your email list or literally asking, right? Like I, sometimes people will schedule a client consultation with me and they're not, they don't follow me on Instagram or we, you know, maybe they're not signed up for my email list. And I'm like, Hey, how'd you find out about me? You know? So you always just want to like have that conversation. Um, conversations are honestly like the, this is how I've really been allowed to like connect with my clients and go a lot deeper. Um, and to really get to hear from the other side, how my marketing is being perceived and what's working, right? So the reason why we want to keep track of our new client number and the way they found us 
is to understand where our marketing is shining, but also where it can use work. So for example, if you're pouring, and I really want you guys to hear this example, if you because I see it a lot and it 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 honestly just like breaks my heart because to see people waste money on things that don't work drives me nuts. <laughs> it drives me insane. So for example, if you're pouring $2,000 into Google ads every month, but every single person that you meet tells you that they found you from a referral, not only are you wasting $2,000 a month that maybe you could be spending on client appreciation gifts that would get you even further with referrals, right? Like this is what I, I just... Anyway, uh, that's a whole tangent. But if every single person says that they found you via referral, what that means to me is that your acquisition channels could really use a little bit of a refresh. And that's what I really want to make sure we're understanding here. So channels of acquisition, meaning what are the different methods in which people are finding you, is something I touch on pretty much everywhere, right? It's in my membership. We talk about it a bunch. Uh, there's an entire module on it in both of my courses, Five Weeks to Waitlisted and my six-week foundational marketing course. Everything has a module on this because it's so important. You have to understand the channels in which people are finding you, how to customize them for your own business, and what works for you, okay? So those are just, you know, your new client number and how people found you. Do not underestimate this. It is telling you what's working for your business, right? So got to understand what's working to have a baseline of, you know, where to go and where your business is going to go. So, all right, number four, we are speeding through. Number four is conversion rate. So conversion rate is going to be people who've converted into being a client from their first purchase with you or their first interaction with you. So if you, you know, if you've been around for a while, you know I talk about your funnel a bunch. This is sort of like putting a number to your funnel. So this could be your first timers converting into a package sale or consultations who convert into purchasing customers. This is going to look a lot different for everybody based on their business. This could be maybe you have a two-for-one client intro special. This would maybe be people who convert from that into a membership or a package sale or anything like that. Um, if you're a one-on-one -on -one service provider, maybe it's just somebody who books a new client consultation into becoming a one-on-one -on -one retained client with you. So again, could look super different for everybody, but when you start paying attention to this, you start understanding what's working. Again, common theme here. I hope we're all <laughs> understanding that. Um, I started looking at consultations that turned into clients or members, and I did find that Zoom consultations, like actual video footage, or, you know, a video like conversation with me yielded much higher results. So I ended up only doing that and it's working, right? Like just continue to iterate um, and you'll continue to grow. But that is something that I personally really found to work for me. So that's something that I committed to doing going forward. Um, so yeah, conversion rate. That's another one I would look at. Number five is going to be capacity filled. So this last one I think is pretty obvious, but I did have to include it. How many people are actually utilizing your product? So at the end of the day, like that's, you know, that's really what matters, right? How many people are actually showing up? How many people are putting in the work? And how many people are getting the desired result? Without results, your business just doesn't last too long, right? So 
You know, I know this sort of sounds like the first one, which is going to be your average frequency per client, but they are a little bit different. Um, you could have really high frequency and your capacity could be super low, right? And so that's something, or vice versa. You could have really low frequency, but you could have really high utilization. And that's also something that's not fantastic. So, you know, you're sort of probably starting to understand it's kind of all like a balance here. Um, but capacity filled, you know, again, is super important. So just, yeah, without results, like your business can't last too long. I know that results is, results I feel like is one of those like bro marketing words. Um, so it's it's a strange word, but it can be, it doesn't have to be like, get results, right? Like you could be a yoga studio and your desired result is like a zen and blissful feeling after class. So just wanted to sort of put that out there. Um, To find your capacity filled or your utilization, every booking software is going to use a different word for this. They all just basically mean like how many butts you got in in the room, right? That's really all it means. Um, A good, so yeah, so to find this one, pretty much all of your software will do that. If you are not group, capacity filled would look more like how many available appointments do you have versus how many were booked. So that's like, you know, you are the product, you are the room, essentially, how many butts you got in your room. Um, A good benchmark for utilization is 70 to 85% roughly. Anything above that is actually not great. I know it sounds like, well, that's so fantastic. But what that actually means is that people, and this is these people are usually your newer clients because they're not as familiar with, you know, how far out to book and everything like that. So usually the new clients will suffer if your utilization is higher than 85%. It means that they can't really get in. Um, So we want to make sure that everybody is able to get in. So that is something that I would just definitely say to pay attention to. Um, I am, you know, when I, when it comes to the one-on-one, the personal or the private consultation arm of my business, I have been experiencing a super high utilization. I actually looked at it recently and I've been experiencing about 110% utilization. Um, how it goes above hundred percent is that I've overscheduled myself. So I usually only like to take on seven or eight sessions in a day. Lately, I've been taking on nine on my session days. Um, and I, I only put on eight session days per calendar month. Um, so it's just so that I can get other stuff done like this, like the podcast and courses and membership stuff. Um, but yeah, so I've been going over because demand has been high. So in order to mitigate this and to help with that number and still, you know, serve my clients and my business goals, I will open up a new day of appointments every now and again. So like last month in September, um, it was full. Like there were a lot of days that I had nine client sessions in a day, which was feeling like a lot, but people were still messaging me saying like, Hey, I don't see anything until October. Um, and this was a while ago. So I opened up like one random Tuesday and I just posted on Instagram. I was like, Hey, you know, I just opened this day and a bunch of people filled in, but I also, I think I only ended up having like five sessions that day. So it was good for overflow, but it was still a pretty balanced day for me. So that was just something that felt right for me and felt like something I could do. Um, so yeah, PSA, please book your sessions early. Um, I will link the calendar in the show notes, but I know October is filling up already. So just wanted to say that. Um, You could consider doing this with an extra time slot if you're a group 
class, right? So I know a lot, I know you guys are going to be like, well, it's only the 930 that gets waitlisted or something like that. Um, so there's ways reach out to people on the wait list, tell them, Hey, you know, we've got spots in the eight 30 and the 10 30. If you want to come, like there's ways that you can, um, help with some of that, like that overflow. Okay. That's it. So those are your reports. Those are the ones that I look at on a biweekly basis with all of my clients. That is client frequency, sales by your own revenue stream, new client numbers and how they found you, conversion rate and capacity filled. So you can get this entire reporting document that I use and customize it for yourself, obviously, but it is at foreverfriday.co slash reports. Um, Just hit file, make a copy and customize it for your own business. We go really deep into revenue streams again in the membership. So you, you know, that full module is there for you guys if you want to join or you can just buy the revenue stream workbook too. It's 25 bucks and at the show notes, but that's it. I'm here for you guys. I hope this was helpful and keep me posted and keep crushing it. Talk to you later. All right, guys, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. If you haven't left a review yet, I would be so, so grateful. I read every single one and they help me or they help the podcast. They help my visibility. So definitely encourage you to do that. And if the content of the episode was relevant to you, if it helped you with your business, I would love it if you shared it to your stories or if you sent it to a friend. That is it. I will see you next week. And again, thank you so much for being here.